0: Breathe in, breathe out. Can you smell that burning
1: out? Hey, everybody. It is good to be back in the podcast saddle. This is Ken with my brother Bruce over oh. here, and uh, you're going to have to forgive us a little bit today. We, we uh, started the podcast a second ago and recognize exactly how tired we both are. <laughs> and uh, we recognize that this this locomotive needs to keep going, and uh, man, we're really ecstatic to talk with you again. This is Fear Not. And, uh, yeah, we've been out of the saddle for a minute with, uh, Bruce being a world traveler and, uh, cruising around with the, the youth from Mountain View, from our church here. And, uh, what you had, uh, what youth camp, you had Royal family kids camp and you had a Florida trip. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. And all, so it went from all ages. Well, it went from our teenagers to from six to 11 year olds and then back up to
1: teenagers. Yeah. Tell, tell us like the best thing that happened. Oh, the best thing that oh, happens. That's a layered question, man. That's I nuanced. would say no, I got I got an answer got for it? this. I got an yeah. answer
0: for this. So I love being a Pentecostal, right? Yes. Like seeing just kids be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And there was this moment in Orlando where we go to this service. There's like this is a national convention. So we got I don't know, if I'm estimating maybe eight to twelve thousand people in the, in this auditorium or this this room yeah and they're worshiping right and in the middle of the worship they kind of slow down the day before they kind of already talked about being filled with the holy spirit okay and they were praying over kids and and they were filling people with the holy spirit but then the next day they were like all right we kind of want to deepen it because we know one of the saddest things to see in in those moments is some uh, they do an altar call and they say, hey, who, what kid hasn't been filled with the Holy Spirit yet and wants to experience that. And mm-hmm. you get kids stepping up and they be vulnerable and they, they come to Christ and they want it so badly. Yeah. Like we even yeah. have one in our youth that is like this. And I, I, even, I know of this. So when I'm going in there, I'm praying over it too. I want to see it happen. Yeah. And then some, it doesn't. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes that hurts and you're walking yeah. away and it's like, oh, but then, and you see someone next to you and it happens for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, they did it another day. The, uh-huh. the following day, they were like, "Okay." So they go, they they kind of pause the worship and go back into the Holy Spirit thing, and they they asked even people to raise their hands, who hasn't been filled with the Holy Spirit yet, but wants to, mm-hmm. and you of those ten thousand people, you get a lot of people raising their hands, oh, right? That's cool. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all, I'm squealing today. Not, <laughs> it's okay, man. This is what happens in California can't handle their wildfires. <laughs> People,
1: Thanks, people, California. People squealing. Those of you who don't know, we're in Salt Lake City, Utah. We're getting a lot of Cali smoke blowing through our burg here. So we're feeling it.
0: I uh, just mess and pray for all those firefighters. Yes. But you, you get uh, a lot of people raising their hand. And. uh And then he asked the whole auditorium, okay, who has, all right, so then there's a large majority of these youth, and this is Uh, youth that have been filled with the Holy Spirit. Gotcha. So then we go back into it, and we start, so they go, okay, find someone close to you, if you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, to pray over one of the ones Uh, that want to. That's a great way of doing that, I like that. Yeah, and so they do this for like 10, 15 minutes, we're in deep prayer, worship music's going on, and then... You, you see, we see, I see some of our youth even step over and start praying over other kids. Right. Cool. And then afterwards they ask how many, okay. Of those who raised their hand before, Mm -hmm. how many people still like, how many people just got filled with the Holy Spirit? And the amount of hands that went up was just insane. Huh? Gave me my, my just chills. Yeah. And you could even, I was watching, right? Because I'm, I'm six foot eight. I could see over 10,000 <laughs> people <laughs> all the way to the end, right? I could see everything I want to see. So I'm like observing and I'm just seeing, and you could see the moment. Like people are, kids are praying over other kids um, in tongues, and you could just see the energy start changing from yeah. like, oh, Lord, I'm mm. ready to receive you mm. to like, being filled and then giving like whatever it is yeah. they can into it. Yeah. And then by the end of it, you could tell wh- who's been filled because then the people yeah. that were praying over just kind of, after they're like filled, they kind of just back up a little bit and then they all start praying <laughs> together. Yeah. Pretty right. intense. Dude. That's awesome. Dude. I'd say that was the coolest yeah. thing I saw in the last That's
1: so cool. Of days, yeah. That's so cool, bro. Yeah, that's, that's the thing that I think we all need to recognize is, you know, there, there are, well, the Bible's very clear about, you know, salvation is, you know, that's, that's a, undeniable one you know line in the sand moment and then we enter into this relationship with the holy spirit where we constantly need filling you know a lot of people make what you're talking about a question of like a secondary experience you know the the baptism of the holy spirit and i I was point back the fact that it's not just like you know salvation then the baptism it's like salvation baptism 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 on and on and on for the rest of your life you know so seeking the holy spirit to be filled by the holy spirit is such a crucial thing because like the point of this podcast is Fearing not, yeah. you know, and how do we do that? Especially in today's day and age, and especially for young people, yeah. how do we do that? We need the Holy <laughs> Spirit, you know. And I love that you're talking about like seeing that happen in the room, and then kind of what you're describing is like there's there's this you know strength that yeah. that all of a sudden starts you know exponentially overtaking the place, you know. And yeah. that's that's the infilling of the Holy Spirit, man. It's so cool.
0: It's it's interesting that like I say, I love being a Pentecostal, right? But so <laughs> many Christians will be like. Oh, those are the guy those are they're not gonna start speaking in tongues and be weird, right? <laughs> Break out the snakes handle. <laughs> and you, you, you think that like if you haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit, like when I got baptized with the Holy Spirit, it was like either I'm crazy or I was just speaking in tongues and I'm pretty sure I'm sound, so mm. I'm not crazy, so <laughs> <laughs> I was just speaking in tongues, right? And so, and it brought me like this joy just contemplating that, uh, but like to see these kids that get filled with the Holy Spirit the following day. Yeah. Right. To be able to see it and then see the difference in the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Right. Like it's noticeable. Right. Yeah. It's noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. When like especially when children suffer a lot. I feel like a lot of children have a hard time when they're trying to pray to God. We're talking Mm -hmm. about prayer in uh, our sermons these uh, these next couple Sundays. And these kids like don't know necessarily how or maybe don't necessarily Mm -hmm. have something to pray for. Mm -hmm. But they have their prayer language. Right. right right and then they mm-hmm. just start speaking in tongues and mm-hmm. then whatever it is the heavens needs to rain down yeah. on and give us blessings for and they, yeah. they, they do that yeah um so yeah i i really that just being able to witness that was yeah. was absolutely yeah. amazing and then to tie that into what we i told you we were going to kind of talk about is these kids like desiring and wanting so badly mm-hmm. something from Kingdom in the kingdom of heaven, something Uh God provides for us. Yeah. Instead of necessarily the materialistic things and what most kids their age are focusing on what they want. Right. Whether it's their birthday coming up or Christmas or or some fancy new Mm -hmm. phone that just came out. Right. And I think it was so cool for those kids to step into vulnerability and say, Hey, I haven't had this yet, yeah. but I want this Lord. I want to receive you yeah.
1: um, and yeah. receive the Holy Spirit. I think that's so cool. That's awesome, man. And I do think that, you know, we, we do focus on uh young people in particular, especially with your, your anointing, your quote unquote mission in life as you are a gifted evangelist and you are phenomenally influential with students. Like I see them gravitate to you. There's something about you that just like, like, I mean, I'm the pastor of this church. Right. And, Anytime somebody wants something uh, who's of a certain age, like I'm sending them to you. It's not that I won't pray over them or love them or give them good advice, but I'm like, well, Bruce is is this guy, you know. And uh, I love just said that to say that you're focusing kind of on that age demographic in this podcast. Uh, But it's also so applicable to every last one of us that like if you're talking about, well, to put a fine bow on it, materialism. You know, mm-hmm. that we look at and we say, oh, these kids these days, they just want, you know, like you said, the new phone or a fancy car or the right clothes or yada, 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 whatever it is. And I'm like, yeah, it's so true, except that applies to every single one of us. <laughs> yeah, it does. Absolutely. You know, and we all fall into this trap of, and I heard somebody say it this way, we keep thinking more of what we already have is going to be what satisfies us. Yeah. Materialistically, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like that's so, that that is a... Man, that's just a swirling around the drain that never stops until you're you're dead, yep. you know. And and that, that produces a lot of fear in us if we don't have something we think we need. It, you we can almost get panicky about it. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely.
0: Uh <laughs> Yeah, more friends, more more yeah. more parties to go to, yeah, more, to whatever it is, More yep. followers, mm-hmm. whatever the case may mm-hmm. be. Um, But that just
1: brings like small bits of happiness yeah. instead of like yeah. eternal joy right we were laughing about this before we started um that it it seems like every single rich person right that's that's honest or maybe we're even listening to them in a spiritual context and they're saying things that we'll all clap our hands to be like yeah amen brother you know basically they're saying you know i'm here to tell you that getting all the money in the world that you think you need doesn't bring happiness Mm -hmm. only jesus does and then we're like yeah we get it on some level but then we walk out the door thinking yeah but i'm an exception to that rule yeah. right like i i think well, good good for him he's learned that that you know that truth in his life but if i had his money then i would be more happy if i had his car if i yeah. had his house you know and it's just such a waste of time because well here's here's the bottom line we said this before too that uh the statistics are if you own a car it's just any sort of car not a lambo just like Ford Pinto, you know, the that barely runs some and the crank you, windows are busted. You know, like the kind of car that I had when I 16. you just picked right? up on the marketplace. Like, <laughs> right? you, some, you bought it off at of eBay for 50 bucks. You got tax returns you know? and now you need a vehicle. <laughs> like yeah. if, you, if you're in that category, you're it's either the top 10% or even 5% worldwide of material things. Like if you mm-hmm. own that car. Of wealth. So the, uh, of wealth. Yeah, the yeah. wealth category. Um so basically the rest of the world is looking at all of us mm-hmm. saying dude you're you're very wealthy you've got all your needs met you have all this stuff and and we're like uh no nah, just a little bit more just a little bit more just a little bit more yeah wow, that's wild does that like it look I, well, I mentioned this earlier does that induce like fear when you if, let's be vulnerable here have you felt that way uh, I've felt that way, but when you do feel that way, if you're going to answer yes to that question, what does that make you feel when it comes to like the fear question? Does it induce fear in you?
0: Does it induce fear in like, if I don't
1: get if it, you don't, won't yeah, be if happy? you don't, yeah, right. Exactly. If you don't have what you think you need, does that, um, does that make you afraid when it comes to bills being paid <laughs> sometimes? <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Um, I've gotten better at it and like, God can't take control. It's weird how God can enter your, you wonder like, how's God's going to help everything. you like, my finances are so broken. How's he going to help that? Yeah. It's not my soul that needs fixes unless much my finances. <laughs> You'll be surprised. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, where God fixes those things. A lot of it comes like with, if you're not s- spending so much time in the worry and the fear of, is this bill going to get paid? And then some miracle money comes out of nowhere, which yeah. is God given. Yeah. You spent all that worry for nothing. That's it. Like yeah. all of it for yes. nothing. Yes, yes. One of the, before I was even following Jesus, one of my favorite sayings was uh, that stress is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it gets you nowhere. <laughs> I like that, <laughs> so, man. <laughs> um, I feel like, you know, I, if I find myself fearing or worrying about something not getting paid, uh, it, I could I, I let it rack up for a little bit. Uh-huh. But I really try to not necessarily focus on that and, and kind Good. of focus more on like, okay, what happened? Okay, let's say it doesn't get paid. What's going to happen? Right? Yeah. It's not like I'm back in the third world, with people who don't have cars. Right? Yeah. Right. It's not right. like I still don't have a roof over my head. Uh-huh, it's not uh-huh. like there's. You can pull out your McDonald's app and use your rewards to get a get a McChicken. <laughs> like you're not that.
1: It's not that bad. <laughs> right. You're gonna eat. Right. Like, Dude, so you can come to me, man. I'll buy you a McChicken. Yeah. You, you know. You can I mean, go well, see a the, friend.
0: And, <laughs> I'm broke, so man. <laughs> <Eat me. laughs> I mean, we, we laugh about that, but it's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with maybe fighting it on your own and yeah. just thinking you're the only solution instead that's of good right there, buddy. Yeah. Doing a little bit of fellowship and be vulnerable and let them know, hey, yeah. I'm struggling this week. Yeah. But then yeah. also be a man of your word where if you borrow something,
1: make it up, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's good. Don't, yeah, don't yeah, just that's mooch. That's good thing yeah, That's it. You can't <laughs> just be a moocher. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's important for us to, like, really— Embrace the truth that God promises us that he'll meet our needs, Yeah, you know, and, and yeah, there, there's, I mean, here's the bottom line is this, unless Jesus comes back in this generation, every single one of us, we're going to experience death yep. and God is also in that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah. there's some day where your body's going to give out on you and you're going to be with him. And like Paul said, to die is gain, yep. you know, like that's coming until that day comes. You must recognize the truth that God said, I will always meet your needs. Yep. And I think one of the biggest things that we can do that fights against the fear that materialism brings is recognize the things that we need, we're really safe in. Now, maybe, maybe he is saying, you don't need a Lambo, right? Now, I might say I need a Lambo, but I'm just accepting <laughs> the rule, right? But if, what, what I'm saying is, like, he's going. he's got you. Yeah, You know, that we all have these desires that we want. Some of those things are even God-given. I've got dreams, then I'm like, God, I want to glorify you in this. I want, you know, these things, even like ministerially, right? Like I wanna, I wanna be a huge asset to the to the kingdom. Yeah. And I wanna lead a throng of people to him. And I've got these dreams inside of me, you know. And at the end of the day, I have to trust him that he's gonna bring about the things that he says are necessities in my life, and lay even my dreams at his feet and say, God, you know, this may or may not be a good, maybe this is a little egocentric of a dream. So anything that's more ken than Jesus. You burn up, but let me stand on things that are Jesus in my life. Yeah, you know, yeah. and let go of everything else.
0: Isn't it? You hear so many stories. Like we scroll through. The nice thing about social media. There's actually There's actually nice, a, there's the actually the nice actually thing about nice social thing, media. Right, okay, well, you know me. Nice thing. <laughs> is we're scrolling through so much media that we get to see so many people's stories, right? Like right. Goalcast is one of them. They show like, yeah. oh, look what this person did, right? Yeah, where you yeah. see all these other people's stories, and how often you see someone struggle until they're 35 and then they turn it around and 10 years later they're just a huge impact in the yeah, world yeah like uh-huh. in like moments right yeah. it's like whoa that was like where that come from yeah they were struggling so hard before yeah and i think not all of them are people are focused or give credit to god in that way but i think a large majority of them are are that way uh-huh yeah are that way and then god god's just preparing them for a certain uh-huh. opportunity and then they finally see it and they take it. Yeah, and I think yeah. he gives us, and it's not like a single opportunity. I think God mm-hmm. gives us a lot of them.
1: It's just, Did you meet yeah. your? Do you ha- are were you prepared for it? Yeah, right. Like well, that's the word. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what what we're talking about here is the like the preparation that God is doing, kind of just like right under the surf- surface is making you who you need to be when that day comes. Yeah. You know how many times in my life that like, I've gone through real difficulties and then. You don't even know that you're building the strength inside of you, but then when the day comes that requires the strength, all of a sudden it's there. Yeah. And you're like, wow, that's that's really in me. And God developed all that during those dark nights of the soul where you're like, God, where are you? or in my dreams gonna be fulfilled? You know all this stuff. And I think especially when it comes to materialism, it, there's this um, crushing out of you the need for, you know, uh, financial gain that you really don't need. Like when, when that's crushed out of you, then God can bless you with resources that flow through your hands or at least don't grab onto your heart. Yeah. You know, like if, if you know that Jesus is everything and he is all you need when you're crashing on a buddy's couch and eating ramen noodles, then that lesson stays inside of you when you've got tremendous resources at your disposal. Yeah and a lot more than you used to have
0: if you have to use your mcdonald's app for a mcchicken that's because it. you got rewards you know your resources right? <laughs> you know you gotta it, learn god. to pull all those resources out
1: that's it <laughs> that's it man god god is not into spoiling his kids yeah like you really he loves blessing his kids spoiled. it's not well i mean a lot of times we use that word when it comes to kids like yeah. spoil we just oh spoiling your kids well let's let's break down what the word really means you're ruining your kids if your kids are spoiled you're ruining them for what lies ahead mm-hmm. god doesn't do that with us just like we shouldn't do that with our kids uh, yeah, I, no. I i think i'm a recent dad you guys know i've got two two-year-olds and uh i've already made peace with the fact that i cannot keep them from all things that hurt them Yeah. because if the things that hurt them they're going to make them i'm not talking about you know physical pain or you know being an idiot when it comes to protecting them yeah. I'll, I'll give my life for my babies but life is going to hurt them Just like it's hurt me, just like it's hurt you, just like it's hurt anybody that is listening to this right now. And in the hurt, we build this strength that you need to get through it. And and more importantly, to do what God wants you to do. Yeah. You know what I'm
0: saying? If only we could be in the darkness when it's all dark and you're going through your trials, and you'd be like, Paul, and be like, what is this that Mm. you have for me, Lord? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. don't see it, but it's, yeah. hopefully it's coming. Dude, but, it, it always
1: does. Yeah. Well, you've had those those instances in your life, man. I, I mm-hmm. have. I have more more
0: recent than not. I try to. You know, it's funny. Is I try to think about those times where I was in those situations before finding Christ, and I can't remember them. <laughs> <laughs> but the ones where I where it was pleading to God, like have your way. Yeah. Once I got broken to my most broken, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember those. Yeah, I remember what song I was listening to. Yeah, right? I remember like the whole aspect and change of my life that right. was a pivotal point right in my life see that roots in deep doesn't it yeah yeah like it, yeah, it, yeah it roots deep and you remember and i don't know if it comes it, it, you remember it because you're sharing your testimony or it's just that much impactful or that's yeah. just that's just who god is yeah. um and, yeah. and what god having a uh, a
1: god-minded
0: aspect of yeah. your life does for you yeah if that even makes yeah. sense
1: no oh, it does well um, i think god god is a god of symbols too and a god of altars and what i mean by that is like especially like the ordinances of the church like holy communion and uh, water baptism like both of those things are just symbols and in and of themselves they're they're nothing you know magical like whenever yeah. i'm i'm doing a baptism at the church here like i'll take people up to this little fiberglass tub we have in the, you know, behind the stage. And I'll say, there's nothing special about this, this tub or this water. It's not holy water we flew in from Rome. It's just Utah tap water that we put a heating element into. So you're not freezing yourself, you know, but there's a symbol, there's an altar that's built there that when somebody does that or somebody takes Holy Communion, it's just crackers and grape juice that we look back on that and that, that altar stays with us you know it points to something bigger and that's kind of what you're talking about with these moments in your life that god wants you to be able to look back on and say wow my god delivered me from that it's important that we hold our own testimonies in front of us amen that's
0: so good (laughs) so true um and be willing to share them too i feel like that's huge yeah right on well to wrap this guy up I want to start wrapping up with kind of things to, to kind of think about, to give either an opportunity for our listeners to open up and uh, open up their hearts to Jesus, to accept Jesus if they haven't already, or to let go of whatever it is they need to let go of to start focusing on him. And I want to start ending them in prayer. Um, so I'm going to add, just because I'm still learning to pray really good mm-hmm. but we're in the topic of prayer right now so i want to end this with a prayer um but in a style of prayer where you can ask us to pray with you okay um or say the same words that you say you ever you, ever, you know how you're a pastor you know this one <laughs> <But> yeah get it kind of yeah let's 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 do one of those let's see what how this turns out okay i'm just hitting it okay. with with you this on the spot but I want to do that. I want to. I want to. I want to hear that from you. So, oh, wait, just, I'm, I'm leading it. You're leading I'm it, bro. Leading I'm, I'm no, going to do it in wow, my head, so buddy. I'm not talking over you. But <laughs> <laughs> we're going to give our listeners an opportunity to pray with us. All right. I see what you're saying. Okay.
1: Okay. Well, I think well the thing that because we just like Bruce said, we just started this prayer series. The thing that that I hammered home in the introductory talk, introductory talk mm-hmm. is that this is this is more simple than we make it. You know, like all these weird things religious people do, like start to speak in like Shakespearean language when all of a sudden they're praying. It's like, that's garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just, just talk, man. Just, you know, like that Brother Lawrence quote that I talked about on Sundays, bring what you got. Well, that's, that's yeah. my interpretation of his quote. But let's just keep it simple, you know? <laughs> and and yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and lead out in prayer and uh, ask you and you listen, wherever you're at in this moment, just bring what you got to a God who really cares, a God who does not want you to be... Uh, burdened and broken with fear, you know, when it comes to materialism or the future of the nation, the future of your life. Like God is, he's got this. He's got all of this. So let's pray. I'm just going to make these words your own. God, I, I thank you that you are God. I thank you, Jesus, that that you uh, are always on the throne and that you are always trustworthy and I thank you, Jesus, that you, I was your idea. I was not some cosmic fluke. I was not a, an oopsie by my parents. I, I, I was God's idea. And God, I lay everything before you right now. And just at home, I'm going to encourage you to do that. Picture in your mind what it is that, that may be hindering your walk, what fear, what, what uh, fear of not having things provided for you. What, what is that? Hold that in front of you and say, Jesus, I decide to give this to you whatever it is that's holding me back whatever fear whatever worry about finances or or the things that that grab onto the heart of man i lay in front of you and god i ask you to make me into what you want me to be because that's the reason i'm here is to fulfill, fulfill your purpose for my life thank you for being approachable thank you for the blood of jesus and in the words of jesus himself yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. I like that.
0: Good. I got to start praying more.
1: Dude, that's that's a
0: universal thing. I pray a lot like when I'm just talking to God, just me and God, like I'm always just talking straight to him, which is still prayer. Yeah. But I mean praying more in an aspect where can we pray around our friends that aren't Christian? Can we pray over our meals when you're sitting with somebody who's not a Christian? Can we just show that we're people of prayer? Yeah. So I need to start doing that myself. But thanks for tuning in again, guys.
1: We'll talk to you next time. Except they don't talk back. Well, we imagine them talking. Yeah. We'll pretend time. the voices in your head are them. Yes. So, yeah, that's a great conversation right Amen. there. Amen. <laughs> we'll see, see you next week, guys. so you have seen this all before.